Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, the last jumbo jet rolls out. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. It had to end eventually. With 1,574 airframes built, the last Boeing 747, a Dash-8 freighter for Atlas Air, has rolled off the assembly line at Boeing's Everett, Washington plant. The aircraft will be delivered to the cargo carrier early 2023. The airplane wraps up an incredible 54-year-long engineering program. The 747 was a high-risk venture for Boeing, led by Malcolm Stamper and legendary chief engineer Joe Sutter. Now, as an airliner, the project was spurred by Pan Am, the airline that pioneered jet transport, who wanted a plane two and a half times the size of the then-current 707 with 30% lower seat mile costs. With advancing jet engine development, the project was feasible with the 1960s technology, and Pratt & Whitney developed the JT9D high-bypass ratio turbofan for this application. Now, the launch customer, Pan Am, wanted the aircraft by the end of 1969, meaning Boeing's engineering teams had one-third less time than normal to design and build the most technically challenging civil aircraft project ever attempted to that time. And they succeeded brilliantly, although industry experts 50 years ago felt that the 747 was stopgap equipment as a passenger transport until the new generation of supersonic transports, such as Concorde and Boeing's own 2707, were developed. The distinctive hump housing the cockpit was a clever design idea to allow a nose-loading door, making the 747 useful as a cargo aircraft after its anticipated passenger service ended. And that is exactly what happened, although some four decades later than expected. And as the supersonic transport programs failed, the lower seat mile cost of the 747 instead created an entirely new industry of affordable air travel. But that desire for lower seat mile costs, especially after the 1970s oil crises, meant aircraft either had to get bigger or more fuel efficient or both. The Airbus A380 took the jumbo concept to the next level, but after 254 airframes built, the last 380 was delivered to Emirates last year. Now, unlike the 747, the A380 project was not profitable for the airframe maker. So why have the jumbos disappeared? A new generation of more efficient high-bypass ratio turbofans, such as the Pratt & Whitney PW4000, meant aircraft like the Boeing 777, especially when configured for high-density seating, as used by Air France, can carry 747-type passenger numbers, over 400 people, with twin-engine economy. And with large twins receiving approval for long overwater operation, the economics of four engines just no longer make sense for most routes. So does this mean that four-engine airliners are a thing of the past? Well, with the airline industry moving away from the hub-and-spoke model and towards point-to-point -point service between large and medium-sized markets, the emphasis in passenger-carrying aircraft today is smaller, narrow-bodied twins with transcontinental range. The Airbus A321LR can carry 200 passengers over 4,000 nautical miles. And with a healthy freighter conversion program for older large twins, like early 777 variants, expect to see Boeing's Queen of the Skies, the 747, hauling freight only in the near future. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.